Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. The most entertaining Mavs podcast out there. Debate your mama. Your mama listens. I am one half of the team, Mike Bibbins on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by Reese Williams at Mind of Reese on Twitter. Reese, how you feeling after that dub? Um, I'm supposed to be feeling excited and like, I mean, I'm happy we won, but I'm just like, man, that was it was a bit stressful. Uh, it was tougher than it needed to be. Uh, first of all, you know, uh, good thing talking your shit, uh, you know, most entertaining Mavs pod. Uh, their mamas definitely do listen. Um, they've told me. Um, but yeah, I feel good at the dub, you know, <laughs> if we'd have went one and three, it, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a good podcast, uh, tonight. Promise you. But, um, especially the way this game went, but, they made it harder than it needed to be, but when you're going up against dudes like Kyrie and KD, I guess that's the case, but Kyrie and KD wasn't really the problem. We were the problem, but we closed it out. Uh, I had my doubts, but um, we got it done. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, like you said, we got it done. You know, we're in that part of the season where Jason Kidd apparently wants to play around with his rotations. And I, uh, we just kind of have to endure <laughs> while he's doing that. Hey, man, look, what's what, what was this game four, six more games, and, and and we should be good. Hey, he said five to ten, so I, I okay. might start exploding <laughs> after the next game, depending <laughs> on what happens. But you know, I feel like you know, today I, I do feel like he got a little bit more flexible with his rotations. Um, Maxi was coming in quicker. Um, after Josh came in mad late in the first half, he came in earlier in the second half. Uh, Faku got minutes in the first half, he did not <laughs> in the second half. And Javal McGee got pulled quick in the second half. So, yeah. I would like to interpret that as a sign of what's to come. And again, it's it's what we said, the bullpen bigs idea. This was not a good matchup for Javal. It was a great matchup for Maxi. Maxi got more minutes. And he played extremely well. Right. I'm I'm let me look at the 30. Maxi played almost 33 minutes tonight. I wasn't worried once. No, not at all. There was somebody's minutes I was worried with, but it wasn't Maxi's. Who was that? Reggie fucking Bullock. <laughs> man so i want to be mad at the reggie bullock minutes but it's hard to right now considering josh did get hurt and we still have not gotten an official update on his status uh they said he was on the bench with his hand in his head or head, head in his hands and uh <laughs> that was that was the last update we got. So 
I just like 41 minutes is crazy. <laughs> 41 minutes for Reggie Bullock, 39 minutes for Dorian Finney Smith. I guess they both scored a couple points down the stretch. Bullock hit a three and split some free throws. Dorian Finney Smith must have hit a free throw, but there was a point in this game where Finney Smith and Bullock were up to 65 minutes total and 10 points. And Joshua had played 13 minutes and also scored 10 points. I don't give a fuck. I haven't looked at a plus minus or anything, but I'll take Josh's 13 minutes over every combined minute on offense from Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock. And actually, yeah. defense too. Yeah. I, I His defense has been better overall on the season than both of those guys. And it's arguable that his offense has been pretty equal as well. He scored more in 13 minutes than both the than both these dudes. <laughs> like, come on, man. What are we doing? They, like, let me not like I'm not giving up on Reggie and Dorian, obviously. Like, but, you know, they off to a slow start. That's the thing, though, though. It's like and I, we said this. I said this in the off season. The gap between them and Josh is not big enough for there for us to be married to them. If they yeah. if one's not hitting, there needs to be a short leash. Keep mixing them in and out. Keep them fresh. Like we should we should not be treating him like he's a third class guy, especially with how they're both playing right now. And the thing is, like when they're both playing bad, we can't take them both out. We need one of them. So like one of them has to play. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm about to get some shit for this. If we got a trade for Jay Crowder just so Dorian Finney Smith and Reggie Bullock aren't playing 40 minutes a game or like 38 minutes a game, I'm cool with it. Cause at first I was like, you don't want too much of the same player. Like Jay Crowder, Dorian Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock, Josh Green, all the same motherfucker, basically. Like the Jay Crowder is inconsistent. He's not a complete lockdown dude. Like, he's not going to make a goddamn all-defensive team, but he's serviceable on defense. He hustles. He's 3 and D. He's hit or miss some nights. And you don't want to get all of these guys. And then one night you got Dorian, Reggie, NJ Crowder, and none of these dudes can hit. And you're like, all right, well, I mean, damn, what's our options? So I'm thinking, all right, if we get another wing, let's get a different archetype. But at this point... I just don't want these dudes playing 38 minutes. Right. Like I, I don't see, I mean, and then it's like, are, are they playing extra minutes because Frank being hurt kind of messes up the rotations. But then I watched Faku Compazzo come off the bench at the same time as Josh or before Josh even. And I'm, I'm really perplexed at what is occurring. Uh, we, yeah, I don't know why that dude played. Sorry. The, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, was SJ said that uh, he looked like a kid out there and like yeah. he, he looked like a he looked like me out there like he looked like a regular <laughs> person like but he got down in a defensive stance and I swear he was like two feet high oh my god like what are we doing who are you guarding down there my boy oh my god that's embarrassing like he was guarding Ant Man like what what are we doing like, I get I get it bro you got heart but like. <laughs> Come on, man. 
This ain't Rocky. You give a fuck about no heart. Sound like T.I. 5'9 with the soul of a six foot. Okay. Yeah, uh, I know the line. <laughs> <laughs> but he ain't got uh, the game of a six foot. <laughs> he really don't. He really does not. And it was so it was so goofy looking. Like they they legitimately just pretended he wasn't there on defense. They probably didn't pretend. They probably couldn't see him. <laughs> just looking over the dude. Oh my god. Man, look. Motherfuckers out there like, damn, they ain't got nobody defending me. And all you hear into the distance is down here. Like, I know I see you. I know I see four guys. Where the fifth one at? Look down like, I'm down here. Who is this child? <laughs> uh, like, y'all hear that? Somebody, somebody talking? Man, look, I... I respect Faku Compazzo, you know what I mean? Um, as a as a player. Shout out to Hart. But uh I don't remember him looking this tiny when he was on Denver. I don't know why, but he just looks extra, extra tiny out there. Nah, he always looked that fucking tiny, man. <laughs> it was so unserious, like when he was <laughs> I'm sorry. I have the image of him squatting down with his arms, we'll call it wide. Trying to stop somebody, and I was man, get this dude off the court. Man, I'm sorry, but I ain't never seen Lamar Jackson that mad before. Yo, who? Why was he going off on Ricard like that? It wasn't because even Ricard home. got the penalty when Lamar had that first uh, that run. I think I don't know. I saw what happened. I mean, I saw he got the penalty, but it wasn't even that bad of a hold. He he let go immediately. I don't know. Lamar was heated though. Lamar All was, right. He threw the ball at somebody. <laughs> he was I've never seen him that mad. Pat Ricard said, dang, homie, I ain't mean to do all that. What let's, get back. let's get back to the match. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let me let me let me dig in this box score. So first of all, I think one thing that I, I realize we do or we've done is we we don't even talk about Luca anymore. <laughs> we don't like this. What he's doing right now is is insane. It's not normal. So let's let's talk about it a little bit. So Luca played 40 minutes. It was overtime game. So the minutes are going to be a little bit skewed. Uh, 41 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists, three steals, 14 of 28 from the field, two for six from three, 11 for 13 from the line. Hey, man, that's the most impressive stat to me. I'm saying and. You know, he still does his thing where he'll he'll hang back after a play and a blah, blah, blah. He plays to the refs, whatever. But the thing I'm enjoying about Luca right now is it's very obvious that he's lost weight based on how well he's moving. But he still has strength. Yeah, but he's still he's still strong. He's still got the wide shoulders. He's still got body. It's just he doesn't have that, that excess weight that, that slowed him down a step. He is he can do whatever he wants on any given play. He's too strong for the smaller guys. He's too quick for bigger guys. There is no answer for him. The only answer for him is him not having any weapons to throw to. Uh, if he does take that extra step, if he's looking to throw to somebody or he takes a real bad angle. But otherwise, he's getting wherever he wants on the court, whenever he wants. He's dancing on people. He's playing with the ball. He has it on a string. Luca is his game is at MVP levels. He just needs some help. 
Yeah, he just that's 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 really it. Like I'm not I don't I don't know why I felt like Spencer Dinwiddie had more than eleven points. Maybe because he had an efficient eleven. Uh, but Tim Hardaway Jr., man. Tim Bombs away Jr. Like when he first came in the game, I can't yeah, it was the beginning of the game when he first came in. And they got Tim the ball in transition. And he wasn't open. And he and he and he bombed it. And I tweeted, yep, Tim is back. And he missed. He missed. It was still in the mm-hmm. beginning. I think he missed his next shot after that. But after that, he got hot. He missed a few. He he had a hot. He had a, two, a couple cold streaks and a couple hot streaks. That's a Tim game for you. He finished with 18. Second leading scorer. Uh, 18 points, two boards, both, I believe, in the overtime, if I'm not mistaken. Or in the fourth quarter, one or the other. Uh, two blocks for Tim. And six for 13 from the field, four for eight from three, two for two from the line. Um, we're not going to talk about his defense. We we needed the infusion of points. Christian Wood, for the first time, was held back. I think th- I, was, I was questioning if he would be as effective in this game because – the Nets are not a sizey team. They're kind of built to defend him right. with like a Claxton and with Ben Simmons. So not surprised he only had 11. Still, the shot. Also uh, was a foul trouble. That too. Yeah. Uh, the shot was money. So uh, it wasn't as, he wasn't as open as he's been in past games. Uh, there were some bad pass attempts to try, <laughs> try to get him the ball when he was open, but uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not mad at him for just having eleven to six. He didn't do anything wrong, besides the we, the goofy foul. But uh, who else? Who else should we talk about? Have we, we haven't talked about about Josh yet, really? No, nah, not really. Points. Yeah. So Josh came in late, right? We we pointed that out. I was pissed. I think SJ had just said it looked like he was out of the rotation, or they gave up on him. And then he came in and immediately forced a turnover by mucking up the defense. He got three. He got open three times for threes. He splashed every single one. He had a nice assist. He had a, I I think, I feel like he jumped 50 inches in the air on one of those. (laughs) On that one assist where he grabbed the rebound and like, before he even touched the ground, got the ball to Luca. Right. And Luca got that dunk. That, I swear the dude's head might have been above the rim. He was, I feel like he's, I don't remember him jumping this high. I always felt like he was more of a glider than a leaper, but he's been, yeah. he's been leaping this year. Glider, at least a sugar glider. Right. Like, I didn't think he was one of those up, up, and away type dudes. <laughs> looking like that right now this season. Um, people have been talking down on his name. Of course. And it has confused me because I can only think of one bad play he's made this season. Saying he should shoot more is all well and good, but he has not had the opportunity. The same people have said that Dorian, people are staying home on Dorian Finney-Smith. That's why he's not shooting. But suddenly Josh is supposed to be finding openings. Yeah, what do y'all want Josh to do? Take Tim Hardaway Jr. type looks? Like, that's not his game. His game is to shoot when he's open. 
if the ball comes to him and he's not open or he doesn't have space. Right. Again, through the first three games, there was one play where he passed up what should have been an opportunity to do something. And let me tell you something. If we had this Josh Green tonight against the Warriors in the playoffs, we wouldn't have won, but we wouldn't have been 5-1, okay? I'm at 4-1, okay? Yeah. Um, Now, I was – I'm not going to say I was worried necessarily after the first three games. I was more so annoyed by the minutes he was getting and where he was getting them. That's fair. I felt like he wasn't being put in a position to do anything. Again, he got his opportunity tonight, and he capitalized. He probably would have gotten more time if he hadn't gotten hurt. I was going to ask you that. Do you think he would have gotten more time uh, towards the closing moments of the game if he didn't get hurt? I think so. Do you think he would have been in in, repla- in place of Reggie, or I, that's that's who I was eyeing for his minutes. Not may, maybe not in the overtime or whatever, but leading up to that point, just to see if they could keep him in for that that, right. that stretch. Uh, he would have stayed in there longer for sure. I'm hoping we get good news about it. It's just a tweak, whatever. When's our next game? Saturday, Thunder. Yeah, I would I would like to get good news <clears throat> that is not that serious. But it's very obvious to me he's earned more minutes if he is healthy. And, again, I don't want to be dramatic, and I don't want this to sound dramatic. I feel like he should start. Start the agenda, man. I was, hey, look, one more (laughs) fucking game, okay? If I see one more game of positive productivity from Josh Green and Reggie Bullock is out there on that bull jive, I'm going to need Josh to be slot. Hey, you tampering with lineups, right? Let me get close to the mic real quick. You tampering with lineups, right? You experimenting and all that good stuff. Well, experiment, motherfucker. Put Josh in the starting lineup. What you got to lose? That's the move. I'm just saying. That, that's the move. Now's Josh, the time to do it if you're going to try it and see how it works. Yeah, if Josh is healthy, I would love to see him get the Reggie Bullock role. I would like to see him get 25 minutes. If I got to watch Reggie Bullock run around for 40 minutes and do absolutely nothing, then I, I should get to see Josh do that at least once. The Clank Bros. Should Josh not get be allowed to get in there and miss 10 shots? I mean, why not? I, I, I say so. And you, and you know what will happen, right? He'll get in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying this will happen, but if it happened, if he came in, if he had a bad game, he had a game, if he put up the exact same numbers as Reggie Bullock put up in one of those first three games, everybody's going to be calling for him to be excommunicated from the league. It's only going to take two. Oh, as soon as he get in, it's only going to take two open damn shots for him to miss before people say, oh, this dude's trash. I knew we was right about him. Put him back to the bench. Put Reggie in. But y'all give Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock this long-ass leash. Makes absolutely no sense. Y'all give everybody on the team this long-ass leash, except for Josh Green. I don't get it. Josh Green makes one mistake. Not an NBA player. These other dudes can run around and do absolutely nothing for three games, and I'm supposed to just accept it. Dwight Powell been trashed for years, and it took – like five minutes i'm sorry i gotta say it it took like five minutes or two games of javel mcgee for y'all to say oh well we need to put the white power back in no 
He is where he's supposed to be getting DNPs and trying out for his CDL. Come on, man. Like Javal being bad doesn't negate Dwight Powell being Dwight Powell. Worse. I don't. <laughs> Worse. I've seen things. Has Javel McGee been great? No. Has he been good? You can argue he hasn't been good. But I've seen him do things out there in the short amount of minutes he's played that the White Powell could not do. Yeah. And I mean, Dwight Powell's the Faku composite of centers. Oh my God. Like, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We are not about to disrespect Faku Compazzo like that. <laughs> said, like at least Faku Compazzo is great at one thing, like not good, great. Black Powell's great at one thing. What? Hustling and setting screen. Man, get the fuck. You know how many motherfuckers in man? Hustling I'm great at school. hustling. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I can do that. What are we talking about here? Shout out to Dwight Powell. Um, yeah, man, I just don't think I, I think Maxie's proven he should get some rotation time when when the time calls for it. I don't think any of these it, the center situation is the same as the wing situation. The gap between any of these dudes is not big enough for us to be married to anybody. Well, the thing with Maxie is Maxie's been getting the minutes. Like Maxie's minutes have been on par with Christian. Uh, excuse me. I think he's played more minutes than Christian Wood. He has actually. He's played a few more minutes than well, I think a lot more minutes than Christian Wood. Um yeah, Maxie has been good. I mean, like I think with the first two games or maybe the first like two of the first three games, mm-hmm. shot was a little off. It was kind of looking like, okay, uh maybe this dude ain't getting no coochie. But uh this game he was amazing. Like I yeah, he he went all out tonight. Um what the what, what the what the stats say was and his defense was much needed. Maxi was the third leading scorer tonight. He had 15, um, four for five from the field, three for four from three, four from six from the line. Uh if we go to the plus minuses, he was also second there. Uh Luca was plus 20. And Maxi was plus 15. Spencer was minus 20. Wait, Spencer was what? Minus 20. Jesus Christ. Like the next worst was JaVal McGee minus eight. Minus 20? Minus 20. That is a absurd number. Yes. <laughs> Wild. I would have never guessed that. He only played 27 minutes. Only 27 minutes. Okay. And well, he didn't play down the stretch in uh uh overtime. Or in the fourth, did he? I don't think he played. I think he the- did. Was he in- no, he was in there. Yeah, he was in there. Um I'm trying to figure out where he found time to have a 40 point difference from Luca. From Luca. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. I'm trying to figure out where this minus 20 is coming from. That's crazy. Anyway. 
I actually like Spencer tonight. Like the shots, he, I mean, he, <clears throat> I mean, he had five assists, but I'm gonna be honest, bro. Some of these passes that dude be making, it's just like you're a point guard, right? Or you were a point guard at one point. He Speaking just, of passes, brother, he just plays one on T. Oh God. <laughs> Speaking of passes, the fuck pass was that from Tim Hardaway? I don't, I don't know who he thought he was throwing the ball to. And he tried to hit us with the nah, he tipped it, brother. No one tipped that pass. Nah, he was trying to throw it to the six man. You remember that movie? Oh my god, must be angels in the outfield, boy. I mean, it was the basketball version of angels in the outfield. Shout out to Christopher Lloyd. He uh. The lack of the lack of passing ability, the lack of playmaker outside of Luca is egregious and it's hard to overcome. Like I'm glad Spencer can dribble. I wish he could also pass. It would be nice. Um he's definitely a shooting guard. So the playmaking and the rotations. Still weaknesses. Uh, glad to see the short lease on Javal. That that was positive, and glad to see Wood not have a great game, but not force it either. Yeah, when he was in there, because you know when you're a guy who who's gotten used to scoring a bunch of points, and you're getting you're having you're in foul trouble, you feel like your your team is in a tough spot. Like it would be easy for him to get in there and start throwing up some bullshit. Yeah, especially as close as this game was, that wasn't going to do anything but hurt us. But the points that he got, the opportunities that he got, he took them where the defense gave them to him, where his opportunities came. So that's good to see. Uh, he's beating the locker room cancer allegations. Yeah. Um, I'll be curious to see some of the quotes coming out after the game. I didn't see any before we came on here. I'm going to see if I can check right now. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Stepped up, same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a step up, stepped up, same game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. This week, kicking off the season, it's Mavs versus Suns. The Mavs whooped the Suns the last time. Both teams are going to be come out firing. That is a game that I love, and I'm gonna put I'm I'm smashing Luca points, I'm smashing Christian Wood points, I'm smashing Devin Booker points. Like that's a game where you can probably hit on a lot of different parlays. So that's definitely something I would personally be looking at. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook 
with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The last thing I wanted to point out. Quote tweeted. I'm going to have to find that. Go ahead. Yeah, I quote tweeted the buddy that said that Josh was getting schooled, but let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, um, after reading through through the um, the interaction, I I think he he understood. I don't think he was being obnoxious about. No, I don't think he was being obnoxious, (laughs) and that's what I I wasn't being mean with the original quote tweet either. It was just funny to me because I was like, I, I don't want to have to explain that this is an hour old tweet. And things changed after that tweet. Right. But that is something that has always been annoying to me is when people respond to old tweets. It's like, do I need to explain that this is an old tweet or I just just ignore it? Or I, I don't know. That's that's always something that, that has bothered me with the Twitter with the tweeters. But um, but yeah, so, so Tim got hot, Josh got hurt, whatever. I, I had no problem with Tim late. I had a problem with Tim at the time of the tweet. With that said, he later said that Josh was getting schooled by Kyrie. And that's where I had to, that's, that's the part I wanted to get to. Kyrie Irving, as you mentioned before we came on here, one of the best ball handlers out there, right? Um, I would say the best. Is anybody stopping Kyrie on a regular <laughs> like, like, if I go out there and somebody say, boy, you just got schooled by Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What do you expect? Like let's get let's like get mad at somebody for getting bullied by Shaq. Like, Facts. What, what are we doing? Like, bro, Shaq just handled you in the paint. Like, do you see this motherfucker? Like, what are you? What are we talking about? <laughs> I say so, some of the best defenders on the planet get schooled by Kyrie. Right. Like he's, he's doing playground stuff out there on some of the best defenders in the NBA. Like, like Jesus Christ, you know how many times, bro? You know how many times this game where he finished at the basket. And I didn't even get mad at the defense. I said, "That's that's Kyrie." Like what? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. What like, you gonna do? There was the one play where I thought he was defended well. He got to the rim, and I was like, "All right, Christian Wood should snuff this out." And no, he angled it up the right way to where Christian Wood couldn't get it. And it's like, you know what? I can't even be mad at that because, like you said, it's Kyrie. Yeah. Now getting back to the point, <laughs> Josh Green before he got hurt had. The assignment on Kyrie, two straight possessions. The first one, he did everything he was supposed to do. Kyrie hooked him. Kyrie got like a half a step and hooked him to get the rest of the step. Very blatantly. You can see it playing his day on the replay. I saw it live. Some people else saw it live, but you definitely saw it on the replay. Even though he had been beat at that point, Josh still poked the ball loose while Kyrie was going up. Now, Kyrie managed to get control back of it and put it in. But that that's not a bad defensive possession for, for Josh Green, for anybody, because everybody else was getting left in his dust. Then the next play, Kyrie cleared out, wanted the ISO, and Josh clamped him up. Had him forcing a contested three late in the shot clock. So that was two possessions where Kyrie and Josh were matched up that I recall. I don't remember any other ones. That was not a school in my man. That's all I'm saying. Now, if if Kyrie was crossing up other dudes so bad you didn't even realize who was guarding them, I understand that. But Josh played the best defense <laughs> on Kyrie 
Uh, Josh played the best defense on Kyrie of anybody on that court tonight. I imagine defending Kyrie is like those commercials and like POV, like first person where dude's playing defense and all you hear is (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Shay was it's Shay or Shy? I always but Shay. Shay was supposed to sit out, but then he ended up playing in the last game. Um, <clears throat> we'll see what they do on Saturday, but I want to see Christian Wood against them boys. <clears throat> that should be interesting. That's another long, long team, but they're young, so he might, he might and, have some fun and, and weak as hell down low. Uh, that's why Rudy went off against them. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. It's an opponent we should beat. Opponent we have to be prepared for, though. Um, we can't come out and play games. <clears throat> can't play down to our competition. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> uh, you see how how uh, the the Pelicans fans were reacting? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I expect them to react that way because that's their team. I expect Jose Alvarado to react that way, but let's keep it a hundred, bro. They played down to that competition, right? Like y'all got a knock on the Pelicans. They were missing three starters, right? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Like, even and shout out to seventy seven spaces when I had joined. Somebody was on there. I think it was Micah Clark. Uh, he's supportive. So, you know, I fuck with Michael Clark. Shout out to him. They were talking about Christian Wood saying that. He wasn't wrong. Right. We played down our competition. That's like, <laughs> and the Mavs do that a lot. Yeah. So, hey, man. Like they said, no Zion, no Brandon Ingram. We don't have to be on. No Herb Jones. We don't have to be on 10 tonight. We can slide in it that's what it does oh man out there losing to dyson daniels jose alvarado Najee marshall Devonte graham and trey murphy like what are we talking about all right how long have we been on here about 40 minutes 40 minutes yeah that's not bad uh anything else we need to say before we get up out of here um uh, yes uh make sure y'all go to the youtube page uh, the ship was supposed to go up at halftime, but I was having technical difficulties. The video was supposed to go up at halftime, so make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube page. Check the new video out. I mean, it'll already be out by the time y'all hear this, but also when you subscribe, make sure you ding that notification bell so you get alerted when we post videos. That way you don't have to wait for me to tweet them in order for you to know. You'll get the notification straight to your phone. His old ass. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um. Also, uh, shout out to the people that have been giving us the five star reviews. <clears throat> I made the the joke when I did the solo pod that uh, all you have to do is pull up that little, pull up the the podcast in Apple Podcasts, hit the little write a review button, type John or uh, recent bibs are great. Put a goat emoji, and you've done the job. And two people, people, two people literally did that. i don't care what you put in there uh if you if you take the the extra two seconds to to write a word or type an emoji of approval uh it helps helps us out a little bit more than just hitting the five star so keep that in mind and if you've already done just the five star go back in and add add a comment uh it, it helps us a lot so and shout out to the people on spotify we got a few more of those as well so uh, thank you to everyone for the support. We appreciate y'all. The support keeps us going. It keeps me wanting to sit here at 11 o'clock at night after a very long day where I spent a lot of money that I wasn't planning on spending because cars know when you have money in your pocket. And I don't know. I still was looking forward to doing this podcast. I still was looking forward to interacting with y'all on the timeline. So uh, keep running it up. 
Um, shout out to the you got money in your pocket. <clears throat> Say what? Strippers know when you got money in your pocket too. <laughs> Just to update y'all, uh, I saw Ruby's story on Instagram. Oh she was God. at the Horseshoe Casino in downtown Baltimore last night. That's crazy. It sounds dangerous. <laughs> Let me <laughs> stop playing. <laughs> oh man, I didn't lost my train of thought. Shit. Um, fuck. What was I talking about? Oh, shout out to the people. The there was a poll from that page that does Mavs polls all the time, where they asked which was the best Mavs podcast, and they pointed out <clears throat> the big four. If you will, I, hey, I hold think on, it's... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, what did I miss? What you mean? You said something about wait. Run that back. I said there was a account that does polls or whatever. I think it's Mavs Metrics or something like that. Okay, right. and they asked like which podcast is the best podcast, and I think they had Locked On, Step Back, Moneyball, and Seventy Seven Minutes in Heaven or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, so people were writing us in, if you will. So shout out to y'all. We appreciate all the support. Every tweet, every comment, every DM uh, makes us feel great about coming here every night or every every game night, I guess. <laughs> no comment, but thank y'all. Okay. Uh, I ain't going to say what I want to say. I'm going to ask you something off air. Uh, but if, if you don't have anything else, I think I can go ahead and close this out and start to ramble. Yeah, I don't have thing, and I have something else to say, but I shouldn't say it. So I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Until next time, uh, Saturday. I assume you will be good for the Saturday review. Or yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, I'll be good. All right. Until next time. Peace.